See, if somebody said this for, because I asked at the beginning, a fourth to maybe a third of you had heard that phrase, Christian nationalism. I mean, two-thirds of you had not. So if you had heard it somewhere, and, and you heard how they purport it, you would have go, yeah, that's me. In fact, I started to do a little test with you. There's six questions in, out of an article, and, and, it, and, and they had to fill in the blank. And if you went down the list, almost every one of you would fail. Because the answer was either America or Jesus. And the way the words are, the, the sentences or the questions are worded, you would say Jesus to at least half of them. But according to the test, the right answer for all six questions is America. Simply because of this idea of, of bringing Christian values and merging it with Christian civil life and making it sound right. Living peaceably with our neighbors. In other words, being that light on a hill, being the one who shows the love of Christ to people, who shows that you care. The worst thing about social media is that those who hide behind their monitors and their keyboards and just spew out poison in the name of Jesus. It's one thing to stand up for truth. Look, I've, I've had my peers, a lot of my peers tell me, I can't believe you put that post online. I said, you would, I can't believe the nine others I took down before I posted them. Anybody ever do that? <laughs> you know, like this. But, you know, every once in a while, you have to you, just put it out there. You just have to say something and let the chips fall where they may. Not being ugly about it. Not be, I, I've had people come back after me and just call me every name in the book, and I just say, love you. And that's why I said it. I want you to know. So we need to recommit to speaking the truth in love. We need to live peaceably with our neighbors. And we need to be civil when we're engaging in the public square. Listen, being uncivil, being just mean, spirited, is not Christ-like. When they accused Jesus of all those things, in almost every case, what did he do? He said nothing in their response. And finally, when he was being questioned, he said, they say you're a king. Are you? I'm asking. Don't you realize I can put you to death? And then Jesus says, my kingdom's not of this world. If I wanted, I could call right now. My father would send legions of angels to deliver me. But you can't take my life. Because Jesus said, I'm going to lay down my life. But if I lay it down, I will also take it back up again. He didn't make false statements. He spoke the truth. He didn't scream. He didn't yell. Let me close with this, and then we're going to pray. Now, more than ever, our Christian witness is needed 
And we must not be silenced by those who want to drive us out, who want to silence us. We must be knowledgeable, not only of the issues, but knowledgeable of this word, that we can answer. I, I, I was reading the other day when they came to arrest Jesus, and Jesus said, who is it you're looking for? One of the gospel records, they said, we are looking for Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus said, I am he. And it says, immediately, the soldiers were thrown back to the ground by those words. I thought, wow. How much more powerful was that, that he spoke the truth? I am he. And they fell back. And then what happened? When they got up to arrest Jesus, Peter wields the sword and cuts off the man's ear. And what does Jesus do? Puts it back on. That's right. My point is simply this. We must use our voice, but our voice must line up with our life. Our witness needs to be true. And we need to know what God's word says. And we respond in like way. I thank God for America. But I bow not to America, not to the White House, not to the Congress, not to the Supreme Court. I bow my knee before the God who rules from heaven and the earth is his footstool. I can't think of a more important time to be alive than today. For when darkness is great, light that comes on will shine so much brighter. And God needs his church to shine like the light on a hill. earlier again before when we were singing earlier but light me on fire light me on fire I, my mind went back to the early believers in Rome that were arrested tied to poles in the Colosseum covered in oil and wax and set on fire alive as the people in the, in the Colosseum in the stadium roared and clapped 
just this morning I came across a video of some wives Christian wives whose husbands had just been martyred for their faith in the country that they live in and they interviewed the wives and I just watched about five minutes of it and the witness was so strong and they were saying the, the interviewer was like tell us what you're feeling tell us how, how how I know you must be so sad and and they were like no no what a privilege that my husband was chosen to be a martyr for Jesus Christ we counted an honor to to have been able to be chosen to die for the gospel of Christ. Do not feel sorry for me. Do not feel sad. We, we cannot believe that God has honored us in this way. And I sat there and listened. And there were tears in her eyes. But it was tears of, do not mistake this. Do not make a mistake here. He says, we have been chosen by God to be martyrs for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. What an honor and privilege it is. I was like, wow. One after another after another saying the same message. And if we were, if they'd done that, that had happened here in America, we'd be crying. They took away my car. They took away my house. They took away my job. They took away all temporal things. I want us to pray first for our own selves. I want you for just the next moment to ask the Holy Spirit to show you is there any area in your life that you have compromised for the cause of Christ? You've compromised or you've pulled back or you've allowed fear to guard your tongue from speaking out when the Holy Spirit was saying, speak, I'll give you the words. If that's the case right now, right where you're at, ask God to forgive you. His mercy is grace, graciously abundant for right now. Father, forgive us for the fear of man being greater than the fear towards you. It means that we've exalted man higher than you, Lord God. Forgive us for our foolishness. God, raise up a church who recognize to be absent from the body as to be present with the Lord. Jesus. We pray for the church in America today. From the east coast to the west coast to the north to the southern border. God, that there would be an outpouring of your spirit upon your people. An awakening call would go forth. And that people would be stirred by the, the events that are taking place around them. 
God, I'm seeing even in the secular world, there are parents who are saying, that's enough. I draw the line. My children are my children. My family is my family. Our values are our values. And yet the church has fallen asleep and is cowardly tried to warm itself by the fire of those who are out to crucify it. God, let us speak boldly when they look at us and say, are you a Christian? For us to immediately say, yes, I am. I am sold out to the Lord Jesus Christ and you cannot talk me out of it. My life is found in him I live I move I breathe because of him raise up an army oh God of believers in this day not a physical army with guns to assault people with but an army of believers who know the the voice of the spirit who know the word of the Lord who can speak in this hour. Raise up the prophetic voice, Lord God, that will confront the false gods of this nation, the false gods, false gods. We've made demagogues in the church. God, that there only be one, you, we bow our knee before you and we confess that you are Lord and there is none like unto you in all the heavens and all the earth. There is none like you, O God. Be obedient to the Lord. Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. the enemy has tried to cover the land from the east to the west as one covers a bed with a blanket covers all that those that are under it tried to confine them but this is not the time to be confined by man's standards man's agenda 
but this is the time to be compelled by my spirit compelled to preach my word compelled to live your life in such a way that the enemy cannot stop you the enemy cannot shut you down the enemy cannot silence you and the enemy cannot hide you under a bushel that the light cannot be seen for it's in this time that the light goes forth and the light shines its brightest in the darkest place and the light exposes things that are in darkness it is this reason that the enemy does not want the light to shine but in the days and weeks to come says the Lord there will become to light in national news and international news there will be corruption that will be revealed there will be things that will be brought forth that many will shake their heads and say I cannot believe what I am seeing and what I am hearing but it is a time in response to the prayers of my people who have said God come and move mightily upon the earth for my promise has said the day will come that my spirit will move upon the land like the waters that cover the sea the enemy is going to be undone his work will continue yes but my church my true church will begin to rise up and they will begin to shine forth and they will begin to speak with authority and and those that are around them will be shocked by the authority of that word it's the authority not of who they are but of who I am in them and that word carries power that word carries power that word carries power find yourself find yourself in the secret place find yourself in the place that I might reveal to you the things that must be made known that must be made brought out into the open find yourself that I might speak to you and in that time I will share and show you things that you know not of and then the times will come that I will say now and when I say now you will speak forth those things that I have shown to you in secret and they will be made public and in doing so the, there will be people who will marvel at what has been said and what has been done and they will see the light and they will turn to me says the Lord like us to pray for the elections and the electoral process that's already underway from the local level to even the highest and while I know God's kingdom is coming and his purpose and will 
will be brought forth. The Bible says pray for those in authority, but also pray that God would raise up voices of righteousness to be heard throughout the land. I know some might say, is there, there even anyone righteous? That's not for my place to judge yours. God knows where they are. God knows who they are. So let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the electoral process from the local level in Acadiana and surrounding area all the way to the governor's house, the state house, Washington, and the chambers of Congress, and the White House. All things are subject to you. The Bible says that you raise the kings up and you bring them down. In your season, you do these things. We pray, oh God, that you would find righteous men and women with an ear for you and a heart for you that would step out into the public square with a fierceness of the Spirit of God knowing they're called to such a place in such a time as this. We pray for those who are in authority even now. God, there are things at work in the world around us that are sinister, but they do not catch you off guard. And we pray, Lord God, even as you ambushed of old that would come against your people you can do the same thing in this day and age bring exposure that would undo their plans and let you receive the glory for it we pray in Jesus mighty name Thank you for listening to this old pastor rant a little bit. But I hope that you got something out of it, meaningful out of it. If you need prayer for anything specific that we haven't prayed about, come on. We'll pray for you. God bless you. Have an incredible week.